First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast Time. Bienvenidos, dobre den, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, the pod of the everyman the two beers podcast episode 102 i'm jordan here with drew drew how are you this week i am pretty pretty good pretty, pretty good. good i'll tell you pretty what i spent some time out on the west coast ah, this week. don't spoil it ah. what, what am i spoiling did you have something i was gonna say before we even get started, I got my my new session for the uh, for the week. What's that? It's gonna be story time with Jordan White, baby. <laughs> oh man. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. What is this music? What? Do you really not know this? No. What is it? 90210? Oh, yeah, I never watched 90210. Oh, my God. I just... <laughs> I, um, I, I just... I just literally picture you in a backyard in, like, just a dirt hole playing as a child and not actually doing anything and having a life. I'm sorry that I played outside in the dirt, question mark. Um, but I was in Anaheim and L.A., for a little bit. Now, is this your first trip to the West Coast? Not real. Uh, not as an adult. Yes. Yeah. As um, an adult. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But I was out there as a kid. Um, yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, you probably just found a dirt dirt hole out there too. I went to Mexico. Does that count as a dirt hole? I mean, it doesn't count as the West Coast, but I, I went to San Diego, L.A., Disneyland, and Mexico. What are you talking about? Oh, I thought you just went to Mexico. Nah, but you know that's true because whatever happened there stayed there. So, um, all right, let's assume positions for the world famous two brew salute. You ready, Drew? Yes, sir. Three, two, one. Um, I'm pouring this into a glass this week because I'm getting squirrely. All right, you ready for this? Squirrels. Squirrely. Go squirrels. This is from Full Pint. Brewing, Dawn of the Living Stout, caught my eye, 6%. It is a white stout. What the hell is a white stout? I don't know. It looks like a light beer. So what in the world makes it a, a stout? It looks like a damn... It looks like a damn light beer. Oh... Huh. All right. Um, let me take a sip. It tastes exactly like a stout. My mind is blown. What is going on? I'm, tri- I'm tripping balls. All right. Blown. What are you? Uh, I'm, I gotta read about this. What? What are you? What are you drinking, dude? I've just got a boring old uh, Corona Premier. Holy hell! This is delicious. Goodness gracious, whatever these people did, there's no explanation on the can. G. Willigers. Tasting notes, stout, malt, cocoa, coffee. 
Cocoa coffee. Whatever they did, kudos. Good the lord. The San Francisco treat. All right, I'll move on from my beer gasm here. Um. All right, first order of business was the Canelo Triple G three fight. Trilogy. Um, I watched it. It was not great. Um, I don't want to spend a lot of time on it. Um, but the synopsis is that. Uh, Canelo came out slow. Triple G came out slower. Um, <laughs> Triple G pretty much didn't use a right hand for like the first five rounds. Um, and Canelo easily won. The scorecards were unfathomably close. I mean, just embarrassingly close. How, how, how much, how many bad cards do we need to get? Until... And you know what? If you look at the CompuBox, the CompuBox suggests that it was closer than what it looked, but like, Triple G's connections for the first half of the fight were only, like, flicking jabs. Yeah, so, like, those jabs, like, weren't really, they were weak. Like, they didn't, do, they weren't doing, didn't do any damage. They weren't accumulating. Like, so, the, that compu box that showed some of those Wait, sorry, numbers, I dozed off. Are you talking about Triple G or Go Phone Prom Night? <laughs> um, you know, I guess it's applicable to both. Um, <laughs> but I was talking about Triple G, and so, like... It just wasn't. It wasn't. It was a boring fight, and so the uh, later in the fight, though, the second half, Triple G did have some some offense, and I think some people gave him some rounds that really he shouldn't have won. I gave I gave him like one or two. Um, it looked like he, it looked like most judges gave him three out of the last four rounds. Yeah, I, and I just I I don't see that. Um, but that's okay. I, I, I think the fact that he had some offense had people kind of like leaning his way. And I think he actually did win the CompuBox numbers in the in those. But again, take away those crappy jabs and then I think that, you know, it's it's not, you know, it's in Canelo. It swings it to Canelo's favor. So whatever. Um, pretty, pretty dumb fight. Um, I, I was disappointed that Canelo didn't look better. I, I honestly don't want to talk much more about it. Did you end up watching a bootleg version? Uh, yeah, I watched some illegal stream that was like five minutes behind. <laughs> but it was only like half paying attention. Yeah, it was a pretty terrible fight. I ended up jumping on the uh, Canobio and Algiers uh, no, not Algier. What's that yeah. guy's name again? Yeah. That's yeah it. right. Okay, his uh, their live stream. So, That's but cool. yeah, very uneventful fight. Um, so this week, uh, Friday, when this episode will be released, is Shakur versus Conceição. Um, and maybe not <laughs> yet. <laughs> not not yet. Uh, do you, they you know they wouldn't cancel it, but. <sighs> I mean, Shakur misses weight. Uh, doesn't even pretty count. wild, man. Pretty wild by a large amount. One point six pounds is like uh, it's a huge amount. Um, some for whatever reason, like just decides that no, nah, I'm not going to try and drain it. Well, That's apparently, too much. yeah. Well, apparently he was like trying for like four hours before the fight. For the weigh-in. Yeah, apparently. Yeah, before the weigh-in. From what I was so well, a source apparently. Yeah. So, yeah, I, listen, we're supposed to be there tomorrow, uh, me, and, yeah. me and the Creage brothers. Um, I'm just, I mean, listen, like, 
is, is do I think like Shakur is not gonna win this fight if it happens because of it? No, but like it's just disappointing. Like you know, I mean, I'm I'm bigger, probably bigger on the making weight than you are uh, against guys. But no, like, I, I'm no, I I gave I gave. Um, jojo the that one excuse because the pandemic blah 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 whatever but i mean he was he was at the time he was a belt holder as well and he gave yeah. up his belt on the three scale. pounds like, overweight <laughs> yeah it's just like yeah, it's like you get... it gotta be weight. just I, I don't like how they're it's That's part of the job like yeah it's part of the job and like people that are on twitter that are like this is a good thing like everyone should be excited that he missed weight because you know it means he's going to 135 it's like i'm like we don't need to celebrate. Like it's not like something to celebrate that the guy didn't make weight for a championship fight, uh, especially when Kinsaysal, like you know, as the challenger, did his part um, for the fight. And yeah, that's what the holdup is right now. Because the the purse splits are three million and three hundred thousand, and because he missed weight, some of that purse goes to Kinsaysal. And so, and usually it doesn't take a whole lot of time to figure that out. And as of uh, an hour ago, that still wasn't figured out. So, oh, I didn't realize. Oh that. yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, no, it still isn't figured out unless it is, and they're just not reporting it. There has Jeez. been no tweet from any top rank uh, official. Yeah, I'm not. I haven't checked my phone yet. I'm trying to be a little bit more professional this week. <laughs> um, no, no top rank official or Coppinger, who basically is the top rank official that would break news <laughs> that the fight's a go. So that's why I'm a little like. Uh, is this gonna happen? Because Conceso has gotten over. You know, he's a, he's a he's a huge underdog, regardless. So yeah, what's he care if he's like, yeah, like you're gonna pay me, or I'm not gonna, you're not getting three million dollars to and me lose my, you know, my not his last Can, shot shot of titles here, yeah, but, but he's his he's a contender, like yeah, especially when he could if this fight doesn't if the fight doesn't happen, what I'm sure his next fight would be for one of the vacant belts. So yeah. Um, Again, a little just dis- definitely disappointed in Shakur for not, you know, I don't want I don't want the guy obviously to kill himself to make weight. Like we're not making light of weight cutting and all that stuff, but it's like, dude, like you you know the weight, you know, you're, the fight's coming. I yeah. to me it's more of, you know, he's home. Yeah, uh, it's it's in Newark. You know, maybe maybe he was a little distracted and just didn't take the weight cut as seriously as he probably needed to here in the last few days. Yeah, that's that's what I'm just disappointed. Like, yeah, that's really what it is. Just you know, really disappointed. Like, you just, I just feel like that's your job, and you just let people down when you don't do that. Like, yeah. when you when you miss weight, like, is and this was your big homecoming, like, you know, for the belts, and and this is this is what you like. There's such a black cloud over the fight now, and I'm like, even if he wins, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you came in overweight. And then you beat somebody you were supposed to beat. Like, what do I? Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, not, it's just not happy. Um, and I, it was funny too because I had all the, you know, I I thought it was awesome. Like some of his uh, his punch stats, um, that Kenobio had. Who always pr- yeah post that stuff. You know, he's uh, boxing or you know opponents connect percentage. I mean, only thirteen point nine percent for. For Shakur, he's got the third best plus minus of boxers from getting getting hit and landing. You know who number one is? I do know who number one is. Yeah. Do yeah. you? Why don't you tell the listeners? Uh, it's Vasily Lomachenko. 
Apparently, I, I always find that funny because you know the uh, his haters are like, oh, guy's got no defense yet. He's the uh, <laughs> the third third best defensive fighter by the uh, by by, by the, the stats. Yeah, Bivol. Maybe, I'm I'm starting to think maybe I'm being a jerk for not having Bivol uh, higher on my current boxers list of like best boxers in the world because his 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 stats are pretty ridiculous. Yeah. So, but. Yeah, um, I don't even know. Do you want? I'm so I'm so depressed. I want to do the tail tape, but you want to do the tail tape? Uh, no, I don't. I don't even have it. I don't care. Oh, I do. Well, I said, uh, regardless. I, I mean, I still th- I I do think they'll get this fight done because I think it'd be kind of crazy for. Shakur. I'm just too upset. I don't. I don't. I honestly don't. Like, if he wins, I don't even care. But I yeah. I, ha- I have the odds and all that crap. Yeah, let's just do the odds anyway. But yeah, I I. I it would be shocking for him not to go through with this fight being a homecoming fight, even if he's got to take, even if he gave up, even if he, you know, it ended up being a 50 50 split. Like, well, you're not going <laughs> to. I don't think it'll be something crazy like that. No, think... it's not. I'm just saying, but if it was, it's like, you're not going to make a million and a half dollars and you're going to basically just tell everyone in, you know, in your hometown to go F off. Like, because you, because you missed weight. I think so, it would be. I think it would be more something like Conceito goes from three hundred to like seven fifty or something like that. Yeah, you know what I would love. I'd love. I'd love if it. If uh, I, I mean, it'd be straight WWE, Keyshawn Davis, because he's at one thirty five. He's the uh, other co-main. Just came out and said, "All right, you didn't make one thirty. I'll rock with you right now. One thirty five. Let's go." And we got a Keyshawn Davis, Shakur Stevenson <laughs> main event, a dark match main event. I know. Oh my god! How you'd be? You'd be. This so, match is set for one fall. <laughs> you'd be so devastated that you didn't come down for that. Ugh. I'd be um, all for that fight. But what are the what? Are, what do we got as the odds? Yeah. So, um, odds. Shakur is a minus seventeen hundred favorite. Yeah, that's about right. Can say so plus nine hundred. Um. Oh, over under rounds. I'm sure, it's ten and a half. No way they think that thing's going or getting stopped early. Uh, yeah, ten and a half. Minus two sixty five on the over, plus two hundred on the under. Um. Sh- oh wait, let me make sure they haven't changed. I got I got it up here live. Um. Shakur by decision minus two hundred, Shakur by stoppage plus one eighty, Kinsaisal by decision plus eighteen hundred, Kinsaisal by stoppage plus sixteen hundred. Um, I'll go out on a limb and say that I think Kinsaisal gives him fits all night long. I that, that's just what Kinsaisal seems to do. You love Dude, that guy. I I do. I I love his style. I I I really like watching him fight. He's like. The closest you get to like the drunken man style, yeah. Um, and like I just feel like there's so much distraction now that Shakur brought on himself that like with Conceição being in his face nonstop. Not that he's gonna slip up and lose or slip up and get knocked down, but I I just feel like it's gonna be a way tighter fight than what it should be. Yeah, and now, he's a... and, and even if Conceição wins by a little bit, like he did against Valdez, in our our estimation, like they'll still give it to Shakur just because it's already devastating enough that he didn't make weight. Yeah, it would be even more devastating if he lost. So like Conceição would have to win by knockout in order to win, which is not going to happen. No. Um, no. and I I have it at around 
Maybe you see a 116 in there, but I'd say about 117. Yeah, I don't know if it'll necessarily be close. I, I think the- I, I, I think Shakur has enough of a mental slip-up based on all the controversy going around it that, that Conceição wins an extra couple rounds. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, 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 yeah 117 probably probably sounds right. I mean, Conceição, I, I think he'll make it a inter- an exciting fight just because I don't think he'll be... Um, I don't think he'll be a, afraid to throw like Valdez kind of seemed to be when they fought. I mean, again, a lot of that is because of Shakur. But I think Conceição, just his style, he's going to try to be – he's going to at least try to be aggressive. Yeah, know? he's going to um, try and win the fight. <laughs> and he's a bigger fight. I mean, he is he is the bigger fighter. I mean, he's three inches taller and got a two-inch reach. So, you know, maybe he can, you know, he can be a little trickier. Um, again, I – Maybe he'll win a couple of rounds, maybe. Um, but that's just wow. Um, yeah, I have I have it going what eight four basically is what I'm saying. Yeah. Um. So that's that's that. Um. Anything else you wanted to say about about that fight about Shakur? I mean, yeah. So they're they're. I mean, oh, I'm going up to one thirty five. Okay, like. So now everyone's like, oh, cool. He gets to fight. Uh, he's going to be undisputed, and I'm like, okay, like, how is he going to be undisputed? Like, yeah, I'm not really sure how. Like, lo- like Devin's going to fight um, Kimbosis. He's probably going to beat him. Then he's probably going to fight Loma in the spring, which, like, if that Devin's either going to vacate after Kimbosis or fight Loma and then vacate if he wins. Yeah, and um, if he doesn't. Um, if he doesn't, if what am I saying? If Loma beats him, then maybe Shakur fights Loma in in the fall or winter. Yeah, I mean, I imagine that would be the only way that wouldn't be the sequence of events is if somehow uh, Tank Davis got open for business because that's that's a fight that Lomachenko's always like he's always wanted Tank Davis. So, um, yeah, that makes sense. Outside outside of that. I don't. Uh, yeah, it wouldn't. It wouldn't go down. So. And at this point, so, I mean, I'd rather see Loma versus Tank Davis at this point. I mean, it's much harder to make, but I, I'd rather. Oh, see- for sure, versus Shakur. Yeah, oh, me too. Oh, hundred percent. That's that's too. Yeah, yeah. I agree. That would be absolutely wild if Tank Davis fights Ryan, beats Ryan, and then turns around and fights Loma and beats Loma. That would be. It, that would that would put everybody his legacy put everybody, real quick. Put everybody to rest. Yeah, cool. all the haters. Um. So, anyway, that's that's how that's all shaping up. Whatever. Uh, it just as I'm just annoyed for this weekend after after Shakur. Yeah. Um. Also, this weekend, Amanda Serrano back in the ring. Um. Feels like a quick turnaround from her Katie Taylor fight, which I can't even remember. Well, she was supposed it, to. She was supposed to fight on the Jake Card Rakamov undercard. Oh dang! I, wh- when did she fight Katie Taylor? Was it like uh, April? April? Yeah, April. Yeah. So it's not really not that quick of a turnaround. It just feels yeah. like it. Um, she she's a heavy favorite. I think she'll. Uh, she's actually. It's more of a uh, on the cards favorite than to knock out. I I think she's gonna knock that girl out and try and send a statement. Um, she she's like a a major favorite minus whatever thousand. Um, yeah. I think it's twenty minus twenty one hundred. But um, the other fight of the weekend on the zone, 
over in Britain is the Battle of the Joes. Joe Parker versus Joe Joyce. Um, uh, is it? No, isn't that ESPN? Oh, oh, I thought it was on DAZN. Is it? I think, is ESP, it ES- I think ESPN won that. Oh. I, I think. just I just assumed because it was in England that it was <laughs> it was in Eddie Hearn land. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure ESPN has the rights to that fight. Oh, okay. Um, Joe Parker, Joe Joyce, um, you know, heavyweight bout between these guys. I I don't know. I'm not. I gotta admit, I'm not very interested in it. I I kind of don't care. Like, it's. They're, I'm not saying they're bad. It's a good scrap. Like it's an even matchup. Um, I just, I don't know. Like I'd rather see like Frank Sanchez and a jog babe myself than like these guys. But I understand why people are excited. I just, I'm kind of like meh and on, on it myself. Yeah, it's something to watch. It's, you know, it's a couple heavyweight contenders versus, you know what we see at what we're seeing at like one, some of the guys at 168, 160, where they're all just waiting for the Canelo payday payday, just fighting tomato cans and, you know, old guys, no one cares about, um, just so that they don't take a, take a loss and, and put a, put a potential payday in, uh, in jeopardy. So these guys are not waiting for, um, the Usyk Wilder theory stuff. They're going to fight each other. So, yeah, cool. that's true. It's a good point. Um, Joe jo- Joe Joyce is minus two hundred five. Joseph Parker's plus one sixty five. Uh, over under rounds ten and a half. That's right. Over is minus two twenty five. Joe Joyce by decision plus one fifty. Joe Joyce by KO plus two hundred. Draws eighteen hundred. Joe Parker by decision is plus three hundred. Joe Parker by KO plus six hundred. So Joe Joyce is the favorite again minus two hundred five. Very even fight. Um, if I if if I'm able to, I'll flick it on. I uh, I don't know if I'll be able to, but um, with everything else going on, but gotta get that big trip to uh, to Home Depot set up on Saturday. Don't know if I have enough time. Um. <laughs> anyway, let's move on from boxing. Um, MLB this week. Um, as we've been saying, you know, playoffs are pretty much locked in. I mean. I'm not going to lie, part of me is kind of expecting the Padres just to collapse and the Brewers to sneak in just because, like, that's the Padres thing now. But um, on the other hand, maybe Soto's not. Soto's been, uh, whew. In he's Fuego. Been bad. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, is he, because he's, I know he's been bad. I, I didn't oh, see the past bad. week. I, I didn't see bad. the past week, but. Well, I mean, just since they got him, he's been, he's been right, horrific. Right. Yeah, we, we cited the numbers a couple episodes ago. It's been really bad. Um. So, uh, the Mariners, you know, they, they have the, I saw they have the easiest schedule down the, excuse me, down the stretch of like non-playoff teams. Um, you know, they're, they're going to break their streak, uh, which, you know, I've been talking about for a super long time, uh, how how they're the old, the team with the longest playoff drought. I I don't, I'm not sure if you knew that drew. I did. Um, Phillies are right there with them. Hopefully that ends as well. Big win over the Bravos tonight. Nice. Um, yeah, so, but I think the biggest news in MLB is Aaron Judge, obviously. He's at 60 homers, stuck tonight, did not hit one. Um, you know, and he's also on the verge of the Triple Crown. So Phenomenal. 
I hope he gets it. I just think that's so cool. I I never really thought we'd see a triple crown until Miggy did it a few years back. Um, and then to, to hit 60-plus homers on top of it is just incredible. Um, some people were say, have been saying this is, like, the best season ever. Other people are, like, coming at him hard for even suggesting it. Just an awesome year. Yeah, man. It's it's fun. It's uh, I, I, I'd be – I'm in, I haven't read anything, but – I wouldn't be surprised if it was top ten. Like, yeah, it's up there for sure. And a dude, dude might not even win MVP. He's gonna win MVP. That Octani won't get it because, like, look, man, your team needs to. If somebody hits the triple crown or damn near the triple crown with sixty plus homers, like I don't, and and you're not even making the playoffs in a seven team playoff field. Like I don't even care. Like especially when the the supposed best player in baseball is on your team. As well, yeah, yeah. Get the hell out of here, like, <laughs> like Aaron Judge all the way. Yeah, I, and anyone poo pooing Judge is silly. The only thing that is silly is people that are acting like he's gonna break the home run record here, and like McGuire's numbers and Bonds just don't count. Which, to that, I say, double bird, get get yeah. get the stepping, go kick rocks. Yeah, seriously, go kick rocks. Um. The record's the record. I got, I've got a bunch of Yankee uh, fan for friends that are, uh, they're, they're make, they're drawing their line in the sand, saying if the Yankees don't re-sign him, they're, uh, they're gonna look for, look for new teams to root for. Can't wait to see if that actually happens. I mean, who in the world would outbid the Yankees on him? I, well, I think there's plenty of teams now. I mean, the Dodgers, the Dodgers certainly would. I, I don't know. I, I just feel like the Yankees. I don't. I feel like if, if the Do- it, the Dodgers have no limit, <laughs> but the, do the Yankees have a limit? Uh, apparently, because they still haven't paid them. I mean, Dave, they, I mean, listen, I'm not. I'm. It's, I I usually advocate to not. You don't need to usually rush into paying guys if you don't need to. Uh, Only but, fools rush in. Yeah, but for the Yankees, it seems like a no, like why homegrown guy? Like why would you? I don't. I don't understand. I don't. I don't understand the hesitation to begin with, to not resign him, which is the only reason I'd be sitting there saying, "Why? Like, is there a chance he doesn't resign there?" And someone throws stupid money at him. I think he's just leveraging his opportunity to get even more. Could be. Could be. Um. But anyway, yeah. Um. I'll take so him. But yeah, like you said with the home run ball, though. I mean, I've been seeing that it could go for five or ten million. Wow. It, whoever catches it, That's it isn't, cool. that, isn't that crazy? Whoever catches sixty-two, yeah, it's five. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it? I know, right? The home run ball, five million bucks. Bam. What would what would what would you? Well, I think everybody would probably do it. But say you were just a diehard. Um, Yankee fan. I won't use Pirates because it's just laughable. But let's pretend you're a diehard Yankee fan. Okay. How old are you? 38? Uh, almost. I'll be 38 next month. Yeah, 38. What if the Yankees offered you $5 million or um, season tickets behind home plate for the rest of your life? What would you take? I would tell them I want both. <laughs> Well, they're they're gonna tell you to pound sand. Pick one. What would you pick? I'll tell them to pound sand. I'm keeping the ball. So you're keeping the ball over the money and 
the season tickets. Ah, I mean, just like Judge waiting on his contract, I would just wait till they're willing to give me both. Okay, that was a lame answer, but I like the humor in the it, attempt. It's a good answer. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. What would you do? If I was just a diehard fan? Tell me, if if you say you would take the tickets over the money, you're I'd you're probably the take the money, but I would think about it. <laughs> if I'm if I'm like a diehard, because we're, we're still relatively young. I mean, that's like, you know. Thirty and they and they they stay in if your you family. If you add up you those two tickets for the rest of your life, maybe it comes out to five million bucks. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd probably take the money. It could take a could be a boat. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd go with Johnny. Yeah, definitely Johnny. Go with security and Johnny. <laughs> uh, family Guy. Um. All right. Um. Well, that's all I got in MLB this week. Uh, I am looking forward to the playoffs. The weather's starting to change a little bit here in Pittsburgh. Yeah. It's like in the 40s and 50s. Um, playoff baseball is near. Looking forward to it. Even though my team's nowhere to be found. Um, and, man, this this white stout is just so good. Love to hear it. Side note, we did get the official tweet. The fight is on tomorrow. Yeah, that did, that did come out while we were recording. And it's only like... We're only talking like fifty grand here. Like it's not even like this was like a huge. This wasn't even hundreds of thousands of dollars. So for it to have taken this long is kind of kind of annoying. Yeah, I'd love to get the details behind that. Like, what was the issue? Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. So moving on from MLB, um, NFL. Uh, we went back and analyzed our picks. We think we went two and two. Two two last week. Yeah, two two. And I think all those big spreads also went two and two. Like, the Niners covered, the Packers covered, but then, like, I don't think the Rams covered and uh, the Bengals flat-out lost, let alone they didn't cover the seven or seven and a half. Cooper Rush. Oh, my gosh. The Rush train. Yeah, Rush Hour. Steelers try to trade for him. Uh, Yeah, seriously. Steelers lose tonight in week three. To the brownies, tough one, tough yeah, one. Yeah, could see that coming a mile away. Um, but um, yeah, man, I'd say what what stood out to you in week three? I got one. I'm interested to see what week you, two. Or, week two, yeah. What stood out to you in week two? Uh, Eagles look pretty damn good. Yes, they did. Eagles and the Bills. Yep, are looking uh, tremendous. Um. Blown blown leads was probably the story of week two, like the big story between yeah. the Ravens and uh, the Browns. Just and the Raiders and the Raiders just not running the ball, just getting cute with play calling. Um, yeah, Tua Tua that was amazing. Um, as I kind of mentioned in our uh, Go for Two preview, like is he the only player in the ever in the league that's not allowed to improve? Yeah, and here we are. He's just lighting it up. Um, but I will say, what's sh- shocking to me, the Indianapolis Colts. <laughs> okay. They start out the year yeah. with Houston, who they tie, and Jacksonville, and they they, they not only do they lose, they got their they got not only do they lose by twenty four, they put up a goose egg, yeah, and lose twenty four nothing to the Jaguars. What? In the hell 
is going on? Well, I would. St- that coach should be fired. Like they started zero and three last year, so it'll right? it'll be an improvement this year to be potentially zero two and one against the Chiefs. Oh my gosh, it's they and I think what uh, uh what was the stat? O O and one was the best start they had to a season in like ten years or something like that. No, that can't be right. I I saw something that where it was like, and the caption was. Yeah, you won't believe this, but this is 100% right. <laughs> That's weird. It's in the yeah. luck years. But, yeah, man, uh, that is a little perplexing. I mean, obviously they're swapping out uh, Wentz with Matt Ryan. I, I said it in the go for two. I, like, they're deep. the defense is overrated. Like, I Here it was you go. overrated last Best year. Best start to a Colts season since 2013, 0-0-1. The fact that this is true is astonishing. Very astonishing. Uh, but in that division – has anyone – do the Jags have the only win in that division? Um, Let's see. Jags, Colts, Houston, and Tennessee. And Titans. Titans are 0-2. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, so <laughs> Jags are 1-1, one one, baby. Let's roll. Let's ride. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, Yeah. Bengals being 0-2 is a little surprising just given who they – started the year with losing that game to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And then losing the shorthanded game to Dallas. Like I get the line has been pretty abysmal and Burroughs just getting beat up, but you know, a lot of talent out there to not so too much talent to not put up a big number against that Dallas defense. Yeah. Um Giants are two and zero, but doesn't really count since they've beat two teams that have won any games. Uh, <laughs> the Raiders, my Raiders uh, AFC West picks, not looking too great right now at zero and two. Yeah, that's not that's not super. That's, um, not, that's not ideal. Broncos still uh, probably. <laughs> I'd love to, I I would have loved to give the Broncos two weeks in a row. Shout out to him. Yeah. Uh, the, the their their fans uh, cheering or uh, yelling out the play clock to them was pretty hilarious on Sunday. Did you see that? Did you catch that? No, I did not. They're like their fan because it, it was a home game. Their fans were like counting down the play clock for them because they just continued to get delayed game calls like they did in the first game. I wow. I don't. What is going on? Like the Winhurst thing. What is going on in Denver? And what the hell is going on? with Kyle Pitts. Uh, uh, that yeah. is my that, that is my shout-out to him segment for this week. Uh, the Atlantic – last week it was the Broncos coach. This week it's Atlanta's coach, whose name I don't even care. But when asked about getting Pitts involved, uh, his response was, well, this isn't about fantasy football. This is about winning football games. Well, sir, you're O and freaking 2. Maybe try getting the ball to your best player – and letting him make plays, jerk. Yeah. Uh, Shout maybe. out to him. Yeah, that's why I didn't draft Kyle Pitts. I had him last year, and I'm like, they don't even care about giving him the ball. It's <sighs> ridiculous. I mean, that fire Drake from the north is tearing it up. But, I mean, you just got to – sometimes like the, sometimes I feel like just coaches just try to make things too difficult. Like, just, just – tr- just, Find give give your best players as many touches as possible, and good things will happen. Like that's that's pretty much. But look at the Browns. 
for for years they just fought against giving Nick Chubb the ball and wanted to you know just Baker let Baker ride let Baker eat and like look you're 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 giving they should be three and zero this season uh, and they're letting they're just letting Nick Chubb just do Nick Chubb things like it's not it's not that complicated sometimes yeah so um, okay um, so this week in the NFL week yeah. three. Um, is anything sticking out to you? Uh, how, how are we doing on Survivor? Two and zero, baby. I, we survived. Yes. This week, I think we got to go Chiefs over Colts. I, everyone that said, "Ah, oh, it's a must-win game for the Colts," I, I think we just debunked that. Well, there's only they're, they're, the division leaders got one win, so and everybody right. else is zero and two. So I wouldn't say it's a a, a must-win game for the Colts. Yeah, a lot of division games. Where the the better team is on the road, so I'd want to stay away from those. I I think Chiefs on the road against the Colts is probably the best play. I don't know anything else stick out to you from a survivor standpoint. Um, no, I don't trust any of the other ones. Um, yeah, like I just we yeah, already picked, we picked the Rams. I mean, Rams at Cardinals. Nah, it's again, it's division on the road, but we already picked the Rams, so we can't pick them again. Oh, yeah. Uh, no. Chargers, Jags. I, I mean, who knows what's going on with Herbert? Because that would probably would have been my pick. Yeah, um, yeah. But at the same time, I also have a rule to just try to avoid the Chargers. Like, doesn't matter who the quarterback <laughs> or what the year is. Like, they'll they'll yeah, inevitably just, be in some wanna, kind of I, random I, I, shootout that they like don't win. Yeah, these these teams that are in good divisions, especially because down the road, you eventually you're going to have to pick division games at some yeah. point. So if I can if I can if I can use up teams now in the non division in tough conferences tough tough divisions, I'd like to do that. So like to get the Chiefs off the board when I probably I'd rather use them against the Colts than use them against a division rival later in the season when it really starts to starts to count. So yeah. I, I think the Chiefs are the play. Yeah, I agree. We'll go with that. Uh line wise Man, I um Vikings Lions. I feel like that game's a shootout, um, and, and a barn burner. Six six feels too wide. I think that game's within four points. The Sun God, it's gonna have something to say about that. Who's the Sun God? Uh, Amit Saint or Amiran Saint Ron or Amiran Saint Brown. That's what his name. That's what his name means. Sun God. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, did not know that. Yeah, I you know I probably would take the Rams to cover the three and a half even on the road against the Cardinals. I I still don't think the Cardinals are very good right now, and missing Hopkins definitely hurts. Uh, and I, them them kind of with a huge comeback win usually that's how the NFL goes with letdowns. Yeah, I, I like I, I like the Rams in that game. I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be silly and take the Falcons over the Seahawks. That would just be silly. Tough week. I think but, I like the I give me give me the points in the Broncos game. The Broncos finally finally let it ride. Oh man, I don't know. Um I I think I'll take the Packers. The, <coughs> the Buccaneers are minus 1 oh, at home versus the Packers and they're beat to hell. No Evans after the suspension from the fight. Yeah, and plus uh, yeah, just give me the Packers. I mean, this is like if this if this were in January and it was the playoffs, 
get I would tease that to the Buccaneers minus ten. But uh, yeah, the Packers. Nah, that I'll I'll take Aaron Rodgers in the in the regular season, getting a point. So Lions, Rams, Packers, Broncos. There we go. So organic, just spitting off the cuff. I love that. That love MF spitting. I um, kind of I. Yeah, never mind. No, nah, I don't. What? What do you like, bruh? I was gonna say I kind of like the. Uh, the Chiefs to probably cut. I mean, if they win, they're gonna just blow the Colts out of the water. But let's 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 not get greedy. We'll 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 stay with those four games. All right. Um. That's cool. Um. Should we just move on to? I know there was a uh, there was a trio of scandals this week. Do we want to touch on those? Very scandals. Uh. I mean, real quick. You do you know what what what? I don't know the specifics of the Favre stuff. I was I don't know either. And like I I was trying to read it earlier and. I don't know. There's some kind of there's him and a handful of you know three or four other people down in Mississippi who apparently scammed like some kind of welfare program. Yeah, for like five million bucks. And then they like sent. Well, it's even more than that. But like the Brett Favre portion is five million, and like a lot of that went to his daughter's like softball program at like Mississippi State, and. The weird part is, like, his and him specifically, something to do about $1.1 million. Well, he's claiming he's innocent, uh, just from the article I read, and he already gave the $1.1 million, like, he already paid it back, and he's not even charged with a crime. And, like, just from reading everything, I just assumed that it was like, oh, th- this guy, like, might go to jail. And then I read everything, and I'm like, wait a minute, like, he's not even... Maybe maybe it's just that early. I don't know that. Like maybe he maybe he will be charged with something. I don't know. Yeah. But I'm just like, well, wait, is he? What what happened? Like what's going on? I don't know. Um. Yeah, it, that's, I, that's I, just I, weird. I haven't. I mean, I don't care about Brett Favre. He's irrelevant. I I I hate all the Twitter stuff about. Oh I just man. Feel like if somebody is already rich, like, are they really gonna try and scam for like? Um, one to five million dollars. Like, is that are they really gonna do that? Yeah, like, rich. Yeah, people, especially and Brett, Brett Favre is kind of a scumbag. So, it, well, that it would well, shock so, me if he's if he's guilty. So the of, scumbag part fits, but like the money part doesn't fit. Yeah, like, I he mean, doesn't I, need the money. Like, yeah, he, he whether he's guilty or not, I just people are like, oh, you know, this should be this should be the the, the story. This should be on you know ESPN. This this it's like. You he's, not act, Bre- he's not an active player. Like, yeah, but Brett Favre's been retired. Like no one cares about. It. It's not like nobody's nobody cares. Like people want ratings and clicks and kind of like Brett Favre doing it. If this was Aaron Rodgers, like that would be all everyone was talking about. Or any other active. Like people player. are trying to use this as for to like push agendas on Twitter, and that's where like I just get annoyed with social media. I'm like, this has nothing to do with any social issue. It's like just nobody. Brett Favre is just an irrelevant person. So like nobody at this point in like sports, and so nobody cares. Like that's what it is. Like Aaron Rod- Aaron Rodgers lying about the uh, the vaccine last year was like the that was a story for like you know a month. Yeah. <laughs> like nonstop. Like it was it was what it was. If it was Tom Brady, like it would be all anybody was talking. Like Skip Bayless would be talking about this every minute of every day. 
Like it's just he's like just Tom irrelevant. Brady like, had marital problems, and that's what people were talking about. And I'm like, yeah, it's just that like, doesn't it's seem not, it's fair, not the but same. it's, it's not what comparable. people talked about. <laughs> yeah, like this isn't comparable to Michael Vick being one of the top three players in the league and being arrested for the dogfight. Like this isn't this is nowhere near that. Like yeah. Like Vic this, was this still isn't in the like a racial pro- favoritism thing. This yeah, is like Vic, Vic was a prominent, a prominent player in the league, current player in the league. Like Brett Favre's been retired ten years. Like, nobody cares. Nobody cares about Brett Favre. Yeah, like it's just uh, whatever. Again, no, no one's undermine. Like no one's trying to downplay. Like if he's guilty, what like what he did is just ESPN doesn't give a shit because he's not relevant. And like, I was just surprised when I read the article just to see if what the details were. I'm like, wait, he's not even charged with anything. And I was. But maybe that'll change. And again, to your point, who cares? Yeah, it's just, yeah, he's not relevant. Like, um, cool. A couple other things of who cares that are somehow scandals. The Celtics coach, yeah. I don't, I, what's his, what's his Emeidoka. name? Emei Adoka. Emei yeah, like, okay, so maybe there's more details. Yeah, I imagine it. there is. There's more. So he he had is he it, had was, consen- was it like a quid pro quo thing? Like- I see. I don't know. He had he had consensual because they they have made sure Woj and Shams to use the word consensual in every tweet. That he had consensual relations with a female employee. Um, yeah, I, which uh, is like so what? How is? How, why would you suspend your guy for cheating know. on for cheating on his wife? But there was another. Well, I think I think it's I think it's the like that self- happens all the time in sports. Like, yeah, I don't well, understand. I think it's the self. I think I think it's the organizational something with the organization about inner office relationships. Inner office. Yeah. I, but I also saw a tweet that it might have been multiple employees. So like, I who I I don't know. You know, man, well, he's just he's just running through the whole AP department. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Again, Corporate like, accounts payable. Just until a we, until we hear what happens. Like I I I mean I. I have no idea. For him to be, I, I wish they would have suspended Doc Rivers for a year for him, uh, <laughs> him liking tweets about pubic hair. That would have been awesome. <laughs> I'd have been the happiest guy alive. Be like, oh god, yes, dude, please do suspend him. So I, I mean, we'll see. But you know, listen, if it was a, I mean, my is my thing. If they literally, if the Celtics literally have this policy, and he just said f it, like you're gonna get reprimand. I, I don't know. Like, is an archaic policy to have, I guess. But we don't. Again, without knowing exactly what happened, like, do we need to? Does everybody need to freak out on Twitter about like how unfair this is and this, that, and the other thing? Like, can we? Can we? Can we just take a minute, a beat, to breathe and be like, all right, can we wait? Let's wait to see if we get any details on this. Not on Twitter, no. It's insane. But like everybody <laughs> freaking out about this. That's like we don't even know what happened. Like, what if like he he literally may have been sleeping with like four like four women in the organization. Like, he, I mean, so, you know, <laughs> you're the head coach. Like, you can't really be doing that. So, do you need to be suspended for a year? No, probably not. But you know, let's let's wait to see what's like going on there. Yeah, this isn't Mad Men where you could. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going in the office and being like, "All right, meet me in the broom closet." <laughs> Who's next? Who's next? <laughs> um, yeah, but you know, it, we'll 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 see. Like Stephen A. is like freaking out about it and all this stuff. I'm just like, "All right, man." Saying like, it's what it's irrelevant. Just that it's you know. It's more the kind of I think he's got the racial thing. It's more of a race thing with him, oh. um, and how it's like bullshit that it's uh that he's getting suspended. All right, I, well, let's take know. take it to the next extreme then, which really isn't sports, but, you know, just for comparative sake, 
What the guy? What's the guy from Maroon Five? Like Adam? Oh, Adam Levine. Adam Levine is that his name? And like, yeah, that's his name. Adam Levine. The dude's just like, all right. So what is he DMing or texting girls? Like, oh, your effing body so effing hot. Like, you're so like, tone chaina. <laughs> when they logged on to Facebook, they became consenting adults. <laughs> <laughs> So good. Oh, like what a! I mean, look, absolute creep. But like, really, like we're gonna we're gonna act like this guy's like a friggin' Judas. Like we're act like this guy's like a like a scum of the earth. Like who cares? Like, I mean, he's maybe he is a scumbag. But like, what? Just because he was making inappropriate compliments on on in the DMs. Like now it's like tabloid news. Like what? Do we, I don't know. It's strange. What, crazy get times it, out get there. It, get it out of my timeline. I don't care. I yeah, I could care. I, I mean, the me some of the any, memes any are funny. Some, some of the memes are funny now, but uh, like somebody somebody uh photoshopped James Harden in his uh fat suit in the t- <laughs> in the DM thread. I got a little chuckle out of that. My favorite was uh, my my MacBook has been sitting on my lap for thirty minutes. God, you're so hot. How is it even possible how hot you are? <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that part was funny. I could, I mean, I could care less about it, I mean. Yeah, anyway. So um, so I think we we said we're still going to punt NHL and NBA for now. You know, seasons are, are closing in, but we're going to punt Preseason those. starts, I think, in eight days for the NBA, man. I know, and NHL's this weekend. I think the the Pens have their first one on Sunday, I think beautiful anyway let's get to everybody's favorite, favorite minute in podcasting vroom, vroom, vroom. the nascar, the pit, NASCAR stop. pit stop let me get my my notes first uh, turn all right i'm ready on that dirt i was trying to I was trying to flip a beat grab you art. that grab you that steering wheel yeah, you got to turn left four times. Hit that throttle hard, baby. <laughs> Not go fun prom night. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In three, two, one. Go, go, go. Last week was Bristol Saturday night race. There was tons of drama. All race with tires being worn down and failing. Engines and cars completely failing. The bottom four below the cut line in flux all night. Uh, as the result was was in, in the balance, but by the end of the race, we had Chris Busher come out on top. Third race in a row, a non-playoff driver wins the race. We miss out. We dropped a minus 19 on the season. Uh, the four to miss the cut were Kevin Harvick, Austin Dillon, Kyle Busch, and Tyler Reddick. This week, it's the next set of three races. This starts at Texas Motor Speedway, one-and-a-half-mile oval, steep banking, high speeds. We're going with Christopher Bell, 7-1. to one. Ross Chastain ten to one, William Byron twelve to one, Joey Logano twenty to one. All playoff drivers near the top of the standings. See what they could do. Love it. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. We're Speaking plus of let's ride. Wait, what did I say? We're minus nineteen on the year. Well, we're actually we're plus nineteen. Plus. Sorry 19. about that. Yeah. I think I miss. I think I miswrote that and missaid it. It's okay. We knew what you meant. Yeah, we're we're to the good, y'all. We're to the good. It's time for the street. Ah. The Jordan. Jordan. 
Jordan. Who's next? 38 straight picks. 38 and 0 on MLB picks. My God. Who's next, Jordan? Who's next? You are on fire. It continues. The streak. So, I honestly have a little bit lost track of how many in a row I got. It's either 16 and 0. With a tear in my eye. You picked nine, nine or ten games of that house show that we did in uh, uh, Spokane on Thursday or Wednesday. I'm keeping track. Let's ride. All right. What do Saturday. we got this week? Saturday. 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 Mets. DeGrom versus the Oakland A's. That's numero uno. And part two. The Cleveland Guardians stay hot on the road okay. versus the Texas Rangers. Baseball season is coming to a close. We're going to milk it for all it's worth. The Guardians and the Mets to stay hot. 75 smackaroos. Milk that cow, baby. Goldberg. Who's Goldberg. next? All right. Love it. Love it. All right, Drew. You already did your shout-out to him, right? Yes. All right, so let's let's finish beer one and get to beer two. Hold on. Ah. All right. Um, oh, let me actually get beer two here. Oh. Let's assume positions for the world famous two brew salute. You ready? Yes, sir. Three, two, one. Ah. Okay. So, I'm following up the white stout with a black IPA. Lawson's Finest Liquids, Big Hoppy, black IPA. Uh, I'm obviously a big fan of Lawson, so let's ride. Love it, man. I'm sticking with... Uh... Why, did that, why did that can spill when I was pouring it? What the frick? Oh, all right. What do you got? Sticking with my preemies. Corona, Corona Premier. Yeah. Did you say preemies? Preemies. Oh, man. You could tell you don't have kids. That means something totally different to, <laughs> to parents. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> man. Um, wait. Let me take a sip of this. Got a big old head on it. Oh. Oh, man. That's delicious. Man, I have to say, I thought coming in here that the white IPA and the or, I'm sorry, the white stout and the black IPA was going to be terrible. I was wrong. They're both delicious. Wow. Happy accident, baby. Let's go. Um, little Bob Ross action. All right, beer two. Let's just do a little meme of the week action. Okay. You go got? ahead. I, I I send it to you, right? Didn't I? Uh, I think you did. So why don't you take take it? Uh, why don't you take it? Why don't you take it? <laughs> why don't you take it, Ace? <laughs> All right. Um, so is it? I guess this is a picture of the Rock in Jumanji, just with a totally shocked face. And then the the tagline is, ten year olds watching Revenge of the Sith." Oh, Obi Wan is just bluffing. He loves Anakin too much to harm him. Ten-year-olds after seeing Obi-Wan F up Anakin shit for trying it. And it's just the rock's face. <gasps> Don't try it. 
I have the high ground. <laughs> we really gotta start spreading our wings on these between uh between Lord of the Rings and Star Wars. We're uh we're getting stale here on the same <laughs> Oh, no way, there's the best. Well I mean hey they, they, you you can work you can work them into so many scenarios. Hey, hat, hat tip to the uh the Adam Levine one, like I said, like the MacBook. Yeah, like... that was good. That's good. <laughs> How are you so hot? God, you're so hot. Uh, badass. <laughs> yeah. Um Badass. What do we got on Doc today, J.O.? Cobra Kai, brother. Cobra Kai. Quiet! Quiet! Um, Cobra season Kai Season five. 5. Never dies. When I was on my trip out to Cali, I took a night and I binged like half the damn season. It was so fun. Um, I'd say like through, through four or five episodes, I was like, Eh, I was like, where the? I was like, yeah, this this is falling off, and then I think it was like after episode five, and I was like, I must finish this immediately. This is so good. It's uh, yeah, man. With all the darkness and what's wrong in the world, Cobra Kai is the only thing that's keeping us from just a complete apocalypse, in my opinion. The writing is so good. It's it's tremendous, dude. Like. We, and like we, I said, I, it like stumbled out of the blocks, and I was like, eh, "Okay." Yeah, and I, then think, like... I think I think I th- I think I think you think it took longer than it did. I, I, after the first, after we got after we got out of the first two episodes of how can we just continue to make Miguel just cry like a baby, it like just zoomed zoomed and took off, man. I it, it, it was so good to the fact where like the way it ended, I'm like, you know, this is probably where they should end the show, but then I'm like. Nah, just keep feeding it to me. I don't care. <laughs> just keep, just keep it, keep it coming, keep it coming. It's the moment of truth. The moment of truth. That was I, the only I, thing I, I just, I just want, I just want, I just want as much, as much of it as I can get. So I really wanted another Carrie Underwood, uh, present like a uh, cameo. Yeah. Oh, but it just oof, didn't those work. Legs. <laughs> those just, legs. There was no cameo. Well, then I thought they'd throw a Survivor cameo in there with the way you know it kind of went but um all right how you want to do this you want to break it down break it Uh, down you want to give a uh you want to give the episode synopsis so i i basically did some stream of consciousness some like random thoughts and some quotes uh but if you if you if you just if you give the overview of the episode yeah you got like a wikipedia up or uh, an imdb um, of course I do, because you obviously told me that ahead of time, and I was obviously ready. Yeah, obviously, because we're always prepared and ready to roll. We're the podcast, podcast of being pre- prepared. Yeah, so. prepared and uh, and deep research. Um, yeah. I. What was I gonna say? While while you wait on that, apparently, I guess because Cobra Kai has been so popular, they're gonna do a reboot of the Karate Kid, which seems so stupid. Like if anything, if you were gonna to try to capitalize on the popularity of Cobra Kai, wouldn't you just do a Cobra Kai movie? Uh, a Cobra Kai movie. Uh, uh, wait, so what do you mean? What like they're they gonna just basically redo the story? Like you know how they they tried to redo it like nine years ago with Jackie yeah. Chan and Will Smith's kid? 
Yeah. Like they're gonna try to do that again instead of like. Oh. Yeah. That's that. That's what I read. So. Okay. I don't know. I'll be curious to see how that works out. Yeah. Um, it's a bold strategy, Cotton. Hope it works out for you. So did Will Smith's kid? Did he was was Mr. Miyagi in that one? I don't think so. I think Jackie Chan was Mr. Miyagi. Oh. Gotcha. Um, truth be told, I mean, truth be told, I didn't. I never watched that one, and I never watched the uh, the Hillary Swank one. Yeah, me either. That was Mr. Miyagi was in that one. Huh. So, but yeah, I never, I never bothered because I didn't, I didn't care. Um, I didn't, I didn't particularly. I, well, I was care gonna say any. I was gonna say if anyone had connections to the actual Mr. Miyagi, they should bring them into the show next season. Cause... Yeah, that's true. Um, anyway, all right, so so episode one, um, we pick up, you know, the All-Valley ended. Cobra Kai is just sweeping the valley. Um, Terry Silver is just continuing to just, you know, spread his wings and expand. They're buying up dojos. They're, uh, you know, opening new ones. Um, in the meantime, Miguel is just heading down to Mexico to find his father and see, like, the part of his life he doesn't know. And Johnny and Robbie are driving down, spending some father-son time. Robbie doesn't really know why they're going down. He gets a little bit pissed whenever he finds out that it's to, like, rescue Miguel. Um, and so, in the meantime, Chosen is back, like trying to protect Daniel. He's like his in-home bodyguard at this point. Which I uh, I think when we did our hopes and dreams, I think I'd said like, let's 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 take a let's take a breather from uh, bringing in retread characters from Karate Kid because I just was like when they when that was like that was kind of the ending like surprise. Um, of season four when Chosen showed up at Mr. Miyagi's grave with Daniel that he was going to help him. Um, Chosen may be the MVP of the season. Is that a crazy statement? I I don't know. I'm, uh, you, you can build your case as we go along here. I don't, <laughs> I don't know about that myself. He was pretty... He was pretty hilarious. I, I, I thought that would be a complete dud. He was pretty fantastic. Okay, I don't know. I, wow. I he, okay. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe you're okay. right. Okay, all right. I mean, he was good. Uh, he did, but like, yeah, I don't know if I, I don't know if I put, gave him my per thirty six or anything. Okay. Um. So, Kim Sun Young shows up. Uh, that's that's like, I I guess does that happen episode one where he brings in the other senseis? Uh that's what silver? it says here. Yeah. Possibly. That's what it says here. Okay. And um, yeah, I think that's basically how it ends. Is they on the tarmac? He like brings in the other senseis, and Daniel's like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna like, you know, we're gonna shut down um, Miyagi Do," and then Chosen's like, "Yeah, we gotta figure this out." So what what was your stream of consciousness for episode one? So my uh, Courtney well, and about oh that, oh that does happen in episode one. Sorry, Chosen. Chosen poses as a sensei. For yeah, so that's basically their play. They're 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 trying to have Chosen infiltrate Cobra Kai as right. a spy for them, which doesn't work. So yeah, which very quickly in episode two. So my episode one stream of consciousness: uh, Courtney in a bathrobe right off the bat. Roll freaking 
tied. Uh, hey, Courtney Hangler. Yeah. Uh, naked chosen right off the bat. Why couldn't this be Courtney? No <laughs> roll tied. Uh, Miguel doing some intermediate fasting on the bus on his way to meet Papa. <laughs> so that was a, a running joke of ours in season four that uh, Miguel looked like he put on a couple couple LBs, but uh-huh. you know some intermediate fasting over that uh, that 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 two day bus ride, and he's uh, looking fit again, looking fit, good for him. Um, Johnny Lawrence with a great so so, so 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 what's your plan? That was my plan. If that doesn't work, I'll just check the Mexican phone book. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, after he, so there's a there's a group of um, English speaking, basically hustlers at the bus stop that try to pick off um, gullible, um, gullible tourists. So they they get Miguel to basically give give them all his money because they take his backpack while he's asking them for directions, and then they try to pull the same stunt with Johnny, who obviously. Starts to starts to fight them. Robbie comes in and just a great end line. Adios, dickheads. <laughs> so uh, that was my episode one stream of consciousness. Gotcha. Okay, so episode two comes around. Um, chosen by the end of this episode, he is found out, and you know he gets expelled from Cobra Kai. Um, again, Miguel finds his dad. He thinks his dad's great. He has this uh, like this half brother, I guess, and turns out that his dad's involved in all this all this shady stuff. So Miguel kind of gets out of there, gets rescued by Johnny and Robbie, and Robbie's like, "What the hell?" and blah blah blah. So Miguel's gonna come back to his mom and his grandma and everything. Um, lots and, of Miguel crying. Yeah, yeah, lots of Miguel Jesus. crying. So the w- the way Terry Silver realized that chosen was was a mole was uh which i think yeah mole was the uh uh the name of the episode was that uh chosen did the incorrect uh toast with with the sake drink and that's how that's how terry silver knew that he wasn't really from wherever in japan um and that was that was basically episode two. It was, not a ton happened. Again, again, this is yeah, where this I was, was like, this is where I was like, all right, this show's starting to fall off. This here. is my least favorite episode. I, even uh, so, you know, they Miguel, you know, Miguel gets get meets his father by he basically he just hears the guy's name said like Hector, like as if there wouldn't be a million Hectors down there. I think it was Hector, a million Hectors yeah, right? down there. The one <laughs> we found the one Hector. Yeah, it was just ridiculous. And he ends up saving his um, his his younger son from getting hit by a car, and he's just like, "Hey, we'll uh, we'll go ahead and just uh, you know, we'll just invite you to come stay with us. You complete stranger because you happen to uh, happen to save my son, which was uh, like a little weird, but yeah, okay, I, I guess I can buy it. Um, so he's doing that, thinks he's a great guy. Uh, meanwhile, Johnny <laughs> Johnny and um, and Robbie are trying to find him. Uh, they end up, they they end up at the convenience store. Jo- Johnny buys a bunch of like Mexican themed stuff, but then like randomly buys these FP 
FBI shirts that on the back say female body inspectors, which we talked about it last week when we did our Wahlberg top five. That always just tickles me. The, uh, <laughs> the FBI. I was surprised they just ripped it straight off of it. Female body inspectors. Yeah, it was, it, it, it was funsies, but so they, so they, I, I, you know, you get, you get the impression that obviously Miguel's father, he, he, he's, he was involved in some criminal activity, but he takes him to a, and I guess a Mexican, a Mexican style MMA, um, event and in walk Johnny Mexican fight club. Yeah. Mexican fight club in walk Johnny. And, uh, I already forgot. What's his kid's name again? Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. Johnny and Robbie in the FBI shirts. And what, a, what a Hector's guys calls uh, the FBI's here. And so he gets all paranoid just cause they're wearing these dipshit shirts. Um, but yeah, but even that, like, I thought they were like, I was like, oh man, they must be really running out of material. If like, we're trying to get pops off of the, uh, the female body inspector t-shirts. Yeah, right. Um, but yeah, then Miguel realizes this guy is kind of just a bad person starts to just cry in the middle of the road and then Johnny and uh and Robbie find him. So again, my least favorite episode. I only have two streams of consciousness. One's a quote. Four thousand paces. That's like a million dollars. Uh Johnny, the best. And then I just wrote the toast, L O L. Like they had this elaborate scheme to infiltrate Cobra Kai and Terry Silver and within one day, it gets completely blown up because this guy f's up a toast. Like I was like, "Oh, come on! This is uh, this is not going well so far, guys." Yeah. So uh, again, I through two episodes, I was like, eh, "I don't know about this." Yeah. All right. So then we get into episode three, and you know, they get back from Mexico, and that's when Johnny finds out that Carmen might be pregnant. Oh, and he's starts- in the oven. Uh, yeah, so he starts kind of freaking out all over again and blah, blah, blah. Um, and Miguel and Sam meet at Miyagi-Do, and this is where Miguel buys that stupid blue o- octopus, octopus necklace. And then he drops it, and he cries again. And um, jo- um, LaRusso's trying to figure out how to, you know, the inside track on Terry Silver. So then he tracks down Mike Barnes. From the 1985 All Valley Tournament, Mike fucking Barnes, and then Terry Silver burns down the guy's freaking uh, furniture store when Mike Barnes was totally chill and, f- and fine. Um, so that's kind of where that episode ends with the burning furniture store. Um, uh, yeah, and that's okay. Dimitri's the next one, but this was the one where they were at the. Uh, what Sam, Yasmin, and Moon go to the day spa, and Sam they go to the, go to the day spa. And uh, what, what would you? Uh... Yeah, I would say that was my only stream of consciousness from here. I was like, I'm like Sam. This is like uh, when Luke goes into the tree, and he's like, "What's in there?" And Yoda's like, "Only that which with I can't. What's the line? Only that with with only that that you bring. Only that which you bring with you. That's it." Yeah, I was going to say, do we need to do another uh, phone a friend with KC this week? Good Lord, I stumbled on that line. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, it reminded me of Yoda, of Luke going into the tree and fighting Vader. She goes into the the float spa thing and gets all the the bad vibes of everyone. So that was was a thing. Um, Any hoodles? Uh, Yeah, that was that episode. What was your stream of consciousness in episode 30? I I was just thinking, if... uh... 
you could you could definitely do a drinking game of uh Miguel crying while watching Cobra Kai get pretty drunk. <laughs> uh episode three, uh what did that giant Bond villain want? I always forget what's <laughs> that guy's name? It's not the co- the cousin's uh Louie. What is the other guy's name? Is it a mesh? Oh oh yeah. Yeah, he's he after after Silver walks in, he says that. What's that? What did that giant Bond villain want? Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, Mike fucking Barnes. Ah, uh, what a line by Larusso. Uh, the guy tried to kill me once. You don't just you don't just try to kill somebody and then become friends and then chosen gives him the luck. Well, except for us. <laughs> I mean, we're we're cool. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Moon. Exclamation oh. point! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! Oh, I love her, man. Uh, a little upset. We got, we got a, we got a lot of um, the other girl. What's the other girl who got the uh, the camel Yasmin. toe wedgie? Yeah, yeah. We, I didn't need as much uh, of her on that chair. Would have loved a little bit more moon. But <laughs> that, that's okay. You know, that's okay. Some stream uh, of conf- consciousness you don't necessarily have to share, but that that's all right. That's all right. Uh, the quote, <laughs> may, maybe, maybe the quote of the whole season. Uh, when Car- Carmen, Johnny takes Carmen to get the the pregnancy test, <laughs> they walk in. She and immediately the pharmacist goes, uh, "Pregnancy test or Plan B?" And then jo- after the, Carmen goes to look for her, Johnny with the line, uh, "Tiger glove condoms." Yeah, I'm gonna need a refund on these. <laughs> She's like, "No way! You bought these from an actual drugstore." <laughs> like, no, but still, I need a refund. Uh, Dimitri, uh, Hawk and Miguel in the jewelry store, um, trying to, it's trying to ask the lady for help and what to buy. She goes, well, what, what, what did you do? Well, he left the country without telling her during the biggest karate fight of her life. That's a new yeah, one. Yeah, that's a new one. <laughs> <laughs> um, seriously, everyone, does anyone cry in TV more than Miguel right now? <laughs> After she dumps him and he dump and he drops the first off, what are you what are you just dropping the octopus on the ground at Miyagi Do for? Like, yeah, that was why bizarre. would you just go get your money back? Yeah, yeah, that was dumb. That was like I was like, what why are you doing? Just drop it. Ah, uh, so stupid. And then I was like, shit, they just burnt down a store. That really escalated quickly. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> Took a turn. It just ruined his whole livelihood. Yeah. So that's my uh, that's my episode three. All right, so then four starts to pick up a little bit. Um, Johnny receives a visit from Shannon, Robbie's mom, and um, she recommends that, like, look, you got this kid coming. Don't freak out. You know, you freaked out the first time. You're going to be okay. Firstly, you need to, you know, clean up around here and then go get a job. Like, why don't you try, like, Uber or something, you know? So he Johnny starts Uber Ubering and he's doing Uber Eats and Uber and he's just like slamming beers, playing loud music, getting one star review after one star review. Can't figure out why. Um he uh goes to a pawn shop, blah blah blah. Meanwhile at the water park, you know, the it's Cobra Kai versus Miyagi-Do all over again. Uh, and they can't fight at the water park, so then Tori races Eli down the down the water slide, which was just, like, so juvenile. But <laughs> I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Um, 
so they you know one of them gets kicked out of the water park it was uh miyagi do and um lapuso well they both keeps... they all they all they both the, the oh yeah, yeah, oh, yeah that's right they all got, they all got kicked out yeah, yeah. lapuso keeps getting bullied oh by... so good that <laughs> Then putting those tubes on him and kicking him in the water. He was such like a shitbag for all those seasons. I, I I normally don't condone bullying, but uh, it's so awesome watching him get his ass kicked constantly. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Um, and then you know Amanda's uh, Courtney Hangler. She's trying to convince Larusso just to like get over it and like look. I, I want to really do well at this like uh, auction thing, this this nonprofit thing. Blah blah blah. Like don't ruin it for me. Of course, it's at Terry Silver's house. He, you know, gets in, in uh, LaRusso's wife's head, in LaRusso's head, um, bids some ridiculous number for the bonsai trees, and then taunts LaRusso, like, I'm going to ruin them. Burn them, yeah. And then LaRusso, like, pushes Terry Silver, which makes it look like it's, like, this crazy assault, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, his wife is totally embarrassed and is like, yeah, I, I don't know what we're going to do now. Um, and so she's like, I'm going to take the kids to my mom's house by the end of that episode. Yeah, she's had she's had enough of the karate wars. Yeah. And uh, that is where that episode ends. So what what do you think of that episode? Um Again, I thought I thought episode three is where it really picked up, and episode four kept it going. the The Top Gun, mo- the Top Gun montage uh, to start oh, the episode, yeah. which so is basically funny. a dream that was it's that actually her Carmen. dream. Was that her dream or his? It was dream? Carmen. That's it. You, you think the whole time you're thinking it's Johnny because it's just so so ridiculous. Yeah. But it was actually Carmen having the dream. Johnny's just got like the top the the, the top the uh, the Tom Cruise like the leather jacket, the sunglasses. He's riding a motorcycle. They're playing volleyball in like the back of like Miyagi Do <laughs> on the beach. Yeah, yeah. Beach, like it was just so, it, it was so funny. Um, that was really good. Uh, after after she sets after the wife suggests that or the ex wife suggests that um, Johnny does the Uber Eats and the DoorDash <laughs> door to door service. Okay, I can do that. Uh, and then uh, Dimitri, that, that was so good when Dimitri shows up. Yeah. Like, after you were, you were calling in our hopes and dreams for more Dimitri and Johnny interaction. So as soon as Dimitri showed up at his door, I was like, yes. Um, and then again, just Johnny just hitting home runs after home runs. Thanks for being my nerd or whatever you identify as <laughs> after he had the big pro, <laughs> the big pronoun, uh, thing in season. Oh yeah, that's right. I think that was season four. I think that was last season. Yeah, they hold the whole episode with him trying to recruit <laughs> recruit kids at the high school and yeah. the whole pronouns thing. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Um, but yeah, whatever you identify as. That was my I didn't have a lot I was I didn't have a lot of stream for this one, but it was a like I said, solid episode. Again, it look it got it took a little bit more serious of a turn with the whole auction thing and, and Daniel and um and and his wife. I always call her Courtney. What's her actual name again in the show? Amanda. Yeah, Amanda. That's right. Um, yeah. I didn't remember that she was from Ohio, and all of a sudden I'm like, "Huh? Like, what's up with those, all this Ohio?" Well, that also stuff? And then I, well, that also brings me to another question I had in season five. Did we know that Amanda was cousins with the girl he was courting in I, I Kid was, Three? I was going to bring that up too. I didn't know that. Like, I didn't. I, I guess maybe did they, they brought that up. That up? 
I don't I don't remember them bringing that up before. I thought the same thing, which is more like episode what, like eight or nine? No, that was next very next episode. Oh, was it? oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, I I had no because it was so funny. Like when I saw her, I was like, and like the way they introduced that character, I was like, who was this? And then I, when I looked at, it, I was like, oh shit, that's the girl. That's the girl Daniel was trying to uh, kick it to and up in uh, the third movie. Yeah, and Amanda was her cousin. Yeah, so I feel so, like they so might strange. have said that before, but I don't think they ever did. Because okay. I, when I saw it, I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> yes. So episode five, halfway through the season, by the end of this, um, so Johnny is trying to get Miguel and Robbie to befriend each other. He sets up the escape room, which is hilarious. <laughs> oh, it's so good! <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Daniel LaRusso just is basically turning into Johnny when we first met Johnny in season one, episode one. He's basically just drinking, disheveled, pushed everybody away from him. He's just neurotic, trying to get back at his old rivals. Um, you know, he, he like confronts, uh, Stingray. He's after, back, Stingray! After he gets the, the, uh, newspaper clipping in the mailbox, and he goes over to Sting Stingray's luxury apartment and, and like yells at him and uh you know it's like oh wait was that the episode before where he yells at him and no it's, no you're in the, the you're in the right episode. episode um and he breaks his PlayStation but by the end of the episode he's like ah he's like I I gotta just quit this and so he goes over to apologize to Stingray and uh, Silver shows up and is like yeah this isn't gonna work and I'm gonna kick your ass now so. He he kicks his ass in, th- not not almost to death, but he's like, look, I, I'm keeping you alive because I want you to to witness the, this ridiculousness. Um, <laughs> Amanda comes back from Ohio uh, after getting in a friggin' bar fight from with with her old bullies, and Sam kind of kicks their ass, and they run out of there, which was just ridiculous but kind of funny. Um, and da- and Daniel's just in tatters and. Um, this is where we see John Kreese for the first time, uh, this season. And Tori is basically confiding in Kreese, visiting him in jail because obviously that, that would happen. Obviously. Um, yeah. And that, what, the, which and I guess find... in, in fairness, Kreese is her first sensei. So she's like trying to like just confide in him. And they and... did have, they did. And he did, he did, um, try to look out for her when uh once he kind of realized that like her mom was really sick and she was trying to work to yeah they did they did that. have a bond so i mean i yeah. i get it to an extent yeah, and you time. find out it was them the the reason why stingray came back into the picture because uh episode four ends with daniel getting a an unaddressed envelope in the mail that has the newspaper clipping the yeah <laughs> the court drawing of crease crease and stingray in court and it just says li- li- uh, liar and has uh, Stingray's address written on it. So that's what kind of leads them to get it, going to see him. And then that's like the reveal at the end with um, with Tori and Crease that uh, Crease had Tori sent him that message. Yeah. So what was your uh, what was your thoughts on this episode? Uh, obviously from the get go, Stingray. Uh-huh. 
Absolutely love that guy, man. He is Did so. Did you say he was listening to some WWE stuff? Or he's listening. Yeah. So he's when they when they first when they track him down to his house, he uh, Terry Silver got him Johnny's Johnny's charger that was all decked out with Cobra Kai stuff. Um, and when they pull up, he's listening to uh, Chris Jericho's uh, theme music, which is uh, Chris Jericho sings the song in, in himself in his band. The Judas in my mind, I'm a come, I'm a come, I'm a coming. That's like the big thing. Uh, anytime Jericho comes out, like everybody, like the, the crowd just like sings the song and like then they like lower the music and you just hear the crowd singing it. So yeah. that's like what Stingray's doing. And then the actor, I always forget his name. It's Paul something. He's like a big, uh, a big wrestling mark. So it was kind of funny. Why <laughs> listen to him jam out to Jericho in the car? Um, yeah. uh, spoken like a man who's never tasted the garden's breadsticks. Yeah. Oh, Rob, yeah. He's like, he's like, we're not gonna, we're never gonna get along, and some, uh, you know, and a couple, a couple of breadsticks aren't, aren't gonna change that. <laughs> huh. Um, Judas in my mind, great stuff. Uh, my fiancés are trying <laughs> when they're questioning when Daniel, Daniel and Chosen. They go inside his house and they they <laughs> they question how he can afford this place, this thing, right? Yeah, uh, sir. My finances are between me and TurboTax. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so good. Um, Johnny, we're just we don't want to go there. We're just gonna open Pandora's box. I don't know what Pandora is and who got into her box. Um. <laughs> Did we know Amanda was this chick's cousin? Again, I had no clue. Yeah. Um, uh, Daniel-san just got fucked up. I mean, Silver beat his ass, which you yep. thought I thought it was an arm break, but obviously he didn't break his arm. Yeah, I um, thought so too. And I just finished it with, after the crease reveal at the end, I'm just like, this show is so good. Yep. This is where it really picked back up on the writing. Um, so episode six, Ouroboros, um, Silver recruits the senseis from South Korea. So this is where they came in. I I, I jumped the gun earlier. Um, he brought in he brought in like regular senseis in the beginning, first episode. Right, like right, local. And then he was like, oh, I got to pick it up a notch. So then the Kim Sung Young, that's when he brings over her senseis. And she just talked like this the whole time and had a very weird cadence Whoa. with her voice. Anyway, so she, um, she's like, all right, I'll, I'll help you grow Cobra Kai. And she's invested because her family kind of developed the way of the fist as well. Blah, blah, blah. So the senseis are, are going to are ruthless and they're badasses and all that nonsense. Okay. So they're going to, they're going to work in Cobra Kai. Um, so, you know, they start to do more extreme training, like that girl Devon or whatever is with Tori and um, blah, blah, blah. Kreese is getting harassed by more inmates, and then he starts to kick their ass and get get their respect. Um, so that's what's going on in jail with Kreese. Um, this is where Johnny, or I'm sorry, this is where Daniel basically starts to give up, and he's like, look, I lost my family. I don't want to lose them again. Crease can have the valley. I don't care. Silver. And they're, oh yeah, sorry. Silver can have the valley, and they're like, yeah, uh, he's not going to stop at the valley. Look at these internationals he brought in. Um. So, is this the one where they got? Um, 
got drunk. Johnny and Chosen go to confront Silver at the Topanga Dojo. No, they don't get. They just they they uh they find out they they on they're playing on the Instagram channel, the dojo that they just bought, and they uh they go they're like we know where he is. Let's go. Let's go kick his ass. Yeah. Okay. Um. I I forget how the episode ends. Do you remember how the episode ends? Uh, I do not. I forget. Amanda but, takes Daniel to the do- dojo where he becomes inspired to reopen the, the dojo. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the the kids are there. Yeah. Yeah. So so she comes back after confronting her bullies. She's like, yeah, like we got to deal with this. There's no more like opting out. Like, so so now she's in. Sam's back into karate. Um, and they're all just the whole family's all in. They're gonna all support Miyagi Do to take down Terry Silver. Yeah. So what'd you have on this episode? Uh, another more serious episode. So I didn't have a ton. Um, the the it starts out very crease heavy. So again, it shows. Uh, you know, he's getting he's getting harassed by um, the inmates while he's you know he's seeing a psychiatrist there, and you know she's. She kind of goes through how you know guys his age sometimes struggle in the system because they get picked on, and he's trying to he's trying to avoid confrontation because he wants to he's got a an appeal in to get a reduced sentence, so he's just kind of letting these dudes like steal his Jello and you know his macaroni and cheese and whatnot while he's just you know putting on a good face, and then he finds out that the doctor you know the doctor basically thinks he's bold she she's right through him. And yeah. she reject yeah she she gives a recommendation not to approve him for early release, and then he goes and whoops their asses, and then they start calling him sensei and doing whatever uh-huh. he wants. Um, in the midst of all that, my 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 biggest dream from this was please give us a John Kreese prison break and make uh-huh. this the greatest TV show ever made. Um, <laughs> which he does not bring out of prison this episode. So, but I'm just like, if 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 this random karate dojo leader breaks out of breaks out of prison <laughs> this is gonna be the best show ever literally i'm oh laughing my. to myself i was watching it with my wife and i'm laughing she's like, what's, what's so funny i'm like they're gonna have this motherfucker break out of prison somehow it's gonna be so good yep um i love johnny when he when they or when um when sam shows the the uh, the instagram clip of uh them going to the Topanga dojo and the uh the 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 um senseis that he brought in he goes oh man now this guy's got international ringers yeah uh and then the last the last part was dying when johnny and chosen they they get when they pull up to the dojo they get out of the car they start walking and they're just like swapping daniel stories about like first it's like wait who who beat him up the most (laughs) as like as like the bullies like i pushed him down a hill uh, I trapped him in a storm in a tree. Uh, I almost stabbed him to death, and then uh, and then they come to terms about how like how like they, you know he he changed their minds about him, and he's like, yeah, well he did this for me. He did like they're they're having this like weird Daniel like competition together, which is like really funny for this too. Yeah. Um, and that's just kind of where I uh, that's where I kind of stopped taking notes on it. Again, more just kind of a more serious episode to set up the the back half. Right. Okay. Um, which takes us to episode seven. Um, the name of that is Bad Eggs, and that's where. Um, oh yeah. So they sh- they do some flashbacks of of Terry Silver and Crease. 
um, with Kim Sung Young. Um, yeah, Johnny, Johnny, and Daniel they they go they they go to see Kreese to try to they try the whole the whole season we're still trying to figure out what the end game is here for Terry Silver, and that's what when you and you know you see the flashbacks, um, but I guess that's her as a as a as a child, right? As a child, yeah, yeah, and basically you know they they tell they tell Kreese, listen, uh, Daniel's like. I'll get you. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll let, I'll let you, I'll let you use my attorney here to help you, help you get out of here. If you, if you tell us what he's up to, and so he basically tells him, that, you know, he wants Cobra Kai to go national by getting them invited into some like well-known international karate tournament. I, I couldn't pronounce it to save my life. I don't know if you wrote it down. Um, the Takai Sakai or Sakai Takai or whatever it was. Yeah, Kaka Kaka. Um, <laughs> that tournament, and so. Uh, that's that's the end game here for Silver and bringing bringing in these international senseis because they're going to apply to be part of this tournament, um, which is just this exclusive club that nobody nobody really knows about in the uh, in the United States. So Silver's play to them is going to be to help build their brand, um, and then you know Daniel as Crease is like, all right, well I did my part, and then Daniel is like, all right, well here's the number. And uh, passes over the piece of paper, and it just says "No mercy, motherfucker." <laughs> so he wasn't. He, he just he pulled a fast one on Crease, and uh, yeah, because he was supposed to give him his lawyer's number, and then he didn't. Yeah, which was uh, which was very Cobra Kai esque. Uh, esque. Um, well, you have the you have the synopsis in front of you. Yeah. What else you got on there? So this was the episode where Chosen is like teaching the kids about the eggs. Yes. Okay. And so the kids learn to work as one to defend the eggs. That was pretty cool. That was that was a fun lesson. Very very Karate Kid esque. Um, and this is where um, Silver kind of isolates Kenny. Me like, all right, you're a leader. Like, yeah, he's trying to test them to see who's who's who are leaders and who are followers. Yeah. Um. And then yeah, the Sekai, Sekai Taikai. Um, and that, that that's where we we learn about this, like at the end, like the Cobra Kai wants to uh, win at the Sekai Takai. Yes. Um, the monologue to start this episode was so absurdly hilarious, where it's Larusso. It's it's coming off a of last episode where you know they they get him back into it, um, and the music and the montage, and it's like. The way they, they, they did this, like, super serious monologue about this ridiculous karate war in the Valley, it just is the epitome of what makes this show so amazing. It's like, <laughs> I, I wish I could play it. It was just so ridiculous. It's like our backs are against the wall. Cobra mm-hmm. Kai is taking over the Valley. But we're here. We're fighting. We're not giving up. We have to stop them. We must stop. I'm like going nuts, man. I'm like, God, this show is so good. <laughs> it was just so funny. Um, the no mercy motherfucker was great from Silver or from Dan from Danielson uh, passing the note there. And my other thing is, dude, the guy playing Terry Silver, this dude is uh, he's acted his ass off this season, man. That's a good like, point. Like yeah. I have no well idea said. what I have no idea. I have no idea what else this guy was in besides Karate Kid Three. And he is just like really good. Yeah, no, he he. That's a great point. He's been like Crease, awesome. like 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 
nobody else really has to show a ton of range here in this show for what they do. But man, Silver is just like he he is awesome. Yeah, yeah, I agree. He, he's, he's like really he's good. playing this like duplicit duplicitous like character like in all these episodes, and it's just dude, kudos to him. If we yeah. if shout if shout out to him was really a shout out to him in a good <laughs> way, he would have gotten it this week. Yeah. Uh, that's all I had for seven. Okay, so so we go to eight, and oh, yeah. it, this the name is the of the episode one. is Taikai, and um, so then there's the selection committee of the Sekai Taikai, and um, Johnny and and the uh, the I don't know the chairman of the committee. I don't even know what what to call him, but he he's a big Rocky fan and Drago. Big, yeah, so they hit it off throughout the episode. Um, and yeah, they're they 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 come and they they're um they're basically doing presentation. The Cobra Kai is doing a pres- doing their presentation for them for why basically an interview, um, why they belong and Miyagi Miyagi Eagle Fang Doe whatever they amalgamate their names as, uh they come in and say they have a dojo in the valley with the back to, with the back to back champions. So they let them do the tour. So they're at the Miyagi Do, and then they're in that they're in that ridiculous warehouse, <laughs> and that's where they get into the Rocky talk. So go ahead, I, I digress. No, th- no, that's fine. Um, and then uh, they're gonna let them. They're gonna. They, they other decide- than that, I'm, I'm I think just um, the couple things that were in this episode, so, which I absolutely loved. But Silver teaches Kenny the silver bullet punch. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Yeah, and he, <laughs> punch somebody in and the, the sternum and knock the wind out of and, them, and you auto win the auto win the match. And they do that because they decide that they're gonna have both. They they they're impressed by both dojos, so they're gonna have them fight each other for the spot. And they're gonna they each gotta pick one male and one female representative. So um, Silver obviously is gonna pick picks Tori, and um, he ends up picking Kenny, and that's yeah. why he he shows him the the silver bullet. So good. And um, uh, God, no. Say the only other thing of note I think is that um, Sam finds the octopus necklace laying in the dirt. So um, is this the one where they uh, where Johnny has um, uh, uh, Miguel and Robbie fight? Oh, did we totally skip that? Is that in seven or is that? It might have been in seven, yeah. So he basically, basically tell. Oh yeah, because that's what Daniel. Yeah, when Daniel's on his like drunken bender, and he's like, yeah, too bad we didn't realize. Too, too bad we didn't realize back in high school if we would have just fought, fought our, fought our shit out, we might have been, we might have became friends. And that gives Johnny the the idea to have Miguel and Robbie just. Yeah, it's in the it's in the it's in the breadsticks. Actually, it's in five. It's in the breadsticks. No, it's episode. not. No, no, no. It, no, it is. Bread- the the breadsticks are introduced at first and they they ignore them and then they're brought back like like three episodes later. Ah, uh, you sure? Yeah. Either way, but yeah, they end up fighting it out and then they reconcile their differences. Yeah. Sorry, that is um, yeah we that was a big miss on our part. But yeah, and in this episode they so they um, Sam's obviously gonna rep Miyagi Do and then it's uh, Hawk, Robbie and. Miguel, 
and they're sitting down with Johnny to figure it out. And Johnny's like, yeah, well, the only fair way to do this is to flip a coin. Robbie goes, how in the world would that work? There's three of us. We're go- well, we're going to flip three coins. Yeah. Um, and they, they decide to let Hawk do it because he's the champ. And Hawk Hawk fight, gets in there to fight um, to fight Kenny, loses the first point, and then he, he goes to the side. They go, you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm good. It's time. It's time to uncage the. Ho- <laughs> it's time to uncage the hawk. Arr! They do the hawk voice. Yeah, and then he gets a point. And that's when Kenny uses the silver bullet on him, and he can't. He can't continue. So Kenny wins, and then Tori. They they they're using the same the same ref that um, Silver paid off to. Yeah. Uh, win yeah, the All Valley. Yeah, that was a fun scene. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Tori realizes it, and so she leaves because she doesn't want to be part of that again. And he's he's doing his best to try to cheat them again, but Sam ends up fighting the Topanga go- Dojo girl, and uh, Chosen's just let. Basically, after a couple like questionable calls, Chosen just goes, "You gotta leave no doubt. Just you gotta beat her." And then she just like lands like three vi- three clear vicious blows to to her to get the win. Yeah, that was fun. Um, and so at the episode, they're having a big ce- celebration party. Um, at Johnny's in the complex, and uh, the of course you know after Sam basically told Miguel, yeah, I'm not into you, you know she finds the the octopus and is gonna go try to get back together with him, and at the party he's you know sucking face with some uh, some girl yeah, from the valley. He's, yeah, he's making out some rando, and then she gets all upset about it as if she didn't just dump him, and the episode ends with a great a line that you love. Tori ends up Tori ends up there and. Goes Larusso, you didn't lose the All Valley. Yeah. Um, and then what? That's how. That's how the episode ends. Oh, oh, I thought you were asking me for the line that I liked. Oh, wasn't it? Well, that I kind of just said it, but wasn't that the line? I can't remember now. Now that you say it. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Well, the line that she delayed. You remember you called me and you were like, "Oh man, what a line," but it's like basically like that. It's like Larusso, and you, you need to know you didn't lose the All Valley. Dun yeah. dun dun! So good. Uh, yeah, my stream from that was the Dra- Drago. Rocky Balboa <laughs> is my hero. Like, oh man, uh, his victory over Russia restored my homeland. <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll flip three coins. It's time to uncage the hawk. And good lord, the Sam and Miguel saga continues and just won't end. <laughs> and the silver bullet. And the silver bullet. Yep. All right, so we get into nine, and at this point, <coughs> I, I'm I'm just so binging it. Maybe you're like me, and you're just like, I I gotta keep watching. That's kind of how I was with it. Keep like, pumping it out. Oh, it was so good. I'm like, all right, I, I gotta keep going. Um. So, it's the parents' turn to party. Yes, this is where um Johnny lets it slip to everyone that you know they're pregnant. So they're like, all right, we got a party. Um, Stingrays playing Dungeons and Dragons, and then Hawk and Dimitri and Bert and Sam and Miguel, they all show up. Um, and he's too afraid to even admit what happened, so he's kind of speaking in code. Um, yeah, he's basically afraid Silver will kill him if he says anything. Yeah, so uh, meanwhile, the adults are out there clubbing, you know. Um, friggin' Amanda LaRusso, Courtney Hangler, and Carmen, they're out there, like, having a great time, looking roll great. Tide. Uh, super roll tide. Chosen admits that he's in love with Kumiko, and 
he never wanted to make a move because Daniel was there. And Daniel's like, yeah, you should totally make a move. So he calls and leaves Kumiko a message. Um, this is where, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, the guy from the furniture store was Michael Mike Barnes. Yeah. He like shows back up and attacks them. They're like, dude, that was Terry Silver. Not well, us. that's that's how episode ten starts. Oh, okay. the, the episode ends with them basically. They're they they leave they leave the club or the the they're they're gonna leave or they're gonna keep partying. Uh, and the the girls are you know, uh, Mrs. Larusso and uh, Carmen. They're they're gonna go home, and they're like partying partying in the in the back of the party bus. Uh, and me in the meanwhile, Terry Silver's like, yeah, don't well, I don't think we're gonna have to worry about the competition. And then uh, you realize that the limo driver that drove their party bus is still at the club with with with, with Daniel's yeah. cousin Louie, and that somebody somebody is has, has stolen the car and has kidnapped these three guys. Yeah, yeah, and it ends up being Mike Barnes. And that's yeah, that's and that's the that starts episode ten. Um, and so. This is um, this is the episode where they're in the limo singing uh, "Survivor," right? I the tiger. <laughs> and I told Drew, I think, you know, I sang this song on the pod once. I I think we need, I think we need to do it, Drew. Got it. Got it tuned. Uh, uh, uh. Here it comes. Be the song. Be the song. Be the song. Be the song. Are we ready for this? Yeah, did we get into it yet? Here it comes. Rising, Rising up, back, back on, on the street. Did, did my time, time took my chances. chances. Went the distance, now I'm back on my feet. Just a man and, and his will, will to, to survive. survive. So, so many, many times, times it happens, happens too fast. fast. You change your passion for glory. Don't lose your grip on the dreams of the past. You must fight just to keep them alive. It's the eye of the tiger. It's the thrill of the fight. Rising up to the challenge of our rivals. Last known survival is the praying. And he's watching us all with the eye. Of the, of the tiger. <laughs> Nailed it. Almost as good as Burn Butcher Burn. So good. So good. Um, I was singing along with them when they were in the limo. Oh, uh, what a scene. Such a great scene. Um, so my stream here, uh, Louie, maybe the quote of the episode. Hey, guys, we're going to go celebrate. Johnny knocked up his girl. <laughs> um Chosen getting patted down at the club, uh, sir. No weapons of no weapons allowed. He's he's, he's strapped oh, up. Oh, you got the, the uh, size. Yeah, he's with the Raphael. Whatever those weapons are. Size, baby. Yeah. Um, 
Johnny with the White Claws. White Claws sound badass. Give me a couple of those. <laughs> Sounds like <laughs> tastes like peach piss. Um, uh, Stingray changing the name of the game to Dungeons and Dojos. Uh, when when his buddy shows up and then the rest of Miyagi Do um, is behind them. Oh man, you Admiral, you Admiral Akbar and me. Great, yeah, great Star, baby. Great Star Wars reference. Um, just a random wow chosen has been freaking awesome this whole time. Uh, I the tiger. This show just can't get any better. And good old fashioned kidnapping, baby. <laughs> now we're kidnapping people. On to the finale. Yeah, so the finale, which was about ten or fifteen minutes longer than than the normal. Um. Again, um, Tori's kind of been having this whole, like, I need to get out of Cobra Kai stuff for the, for a few episodes now. And that comes to a head in 10. But 10, you know, it's like, Crease, he's trying to get out of prison. Um, he's, he, he's, like, lying to his um, uh, psychiatrist and trying to say all the right things. And she's like, yeah, you're not going to get out of here, basically. So he basically is like, all right. I, I got to take the matters into my own hands. So sure enough, the people that he was beating up, he, they, he fakes his own death and somehow it works and it's, it's really just jello. And so he busts uh, by the, uh, that's kind of like the end, but he, he ends up fake, faking his death and, uh, busts so out good. of jail. We got so good. Um, but, you know, leading up to that, though, they finally have a plan against Terry Silver. The kids are going to infiltrate um, the doge, um, uh, Cobra, Kai Cobra Kai dojo and, and get the security footage where uh, Terry Silver is admitting that he paid off the refs and really uh, Cobra Kai was not better than Miyagi-Do. Yeah. Well, and they're also they're trying to get the tape, too, of him of him. Being, he was the one to show that he was the one that they um, were trying to get the tape of him that beat, beat up Stingray, Stingray and yeah. it was all deleted. So, so then Tori was like, "All right, let me find the tape of him admitting that it was all paid off," which they do, and they upload it to YouTube. And Cobra Kai kids are like, despite the 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 uh, the turncoat of penis breath. Ugh. Uh they. Uh... <laughs> is, there, is there a bigger portrayal in in cinema history? Yeah, they don't call me penis breath. Shut up, penis breath. <laughs> Wait a minute. Uh, and so they, uh, uh, they, they do upload the video of, uh, Terry Silver admitting that he paid off the ref. So then all the kids are like, screw this. They don't want to follow him anymore. Um, it ends up with a showdown of Terry Silver and Daniel. Um, Daniel ends up beating him with the crane kick and everything. And so, so that's, that's fun. In the meantime, but actually, right before that, Silver like slices. I really thought Chosen was dead. When, when, I, the, dude, when when that happened, I was like, "Uh, did we go there?" Right. I was like, "Did they actually murder someone in the show with a, <laughs> with a sword, with a katana?" Like is Silver that real? killed a guy. <laughs> with a may katana. Wanna, uh, t- Terry, you may may want to lay low for a while. Maybe <sighs> maybe 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 go stay with a relative. Find a Which safe is house. funny because my stream of consciousness. I want to say in like episodes eight, nine, and ten, I'm like. Okay, guns exist. Like, if we're really gonna go there, like, why wouldn't somebody just like get a gun? Like, this is bizarre. But they don't. So they just keep fighting and using swords and size and nunchucks and whatever else. 
so they finally, def you know, they finally turn all the Cobra Kai against Silver. Uh, Robbie finally connects with Kenny and is like, yeah, like, look, don't, you don't have to go down this path anymore. Devon doesn't have to go down that path. path. Tori doesn't have to go down that path. After Tori's betrayed by freaking Crease uh, in jail, so she doesn't know where to go. So she, she gets back with Robbie. They kiss. Everything's cool. You know, Silver goes to jail, blah, blah, blah. And then that's when Crease busts out of jail. And it's like, oh, crap. Now they're setting up for the next season. Keep um, it going. Yeah. What did I miss here? Uh, well, here's my stream. All right. Crease gets shanked. No way that's real, but I'm all for it. Yeah, I didn't think. Yeah, exactly. It's like, eh, maybe this is a dream sequence or that's fake. And then uh, when he got stabbed like 17 times and then there was one pool of blood, and I'm like, okay, they, they faked it. Yeah. Um, he's back. Mike fucking Barnes. So you find out Mike, yeah, Barnes, Barnes took the limo. Uh, him and Johnny get into a fight, and then um, then they become friends. Uh, Barnes, Chosen, and Johnny take the van and drive to Silver while LaRusso is stranded in the middle of nowhere, um, telling him it's a bad idea. Um, Mr. LaRusso, come with me if you want to live. So Stingray finally feels he feels so bad about what happened that he uh, goes and grabs Mrs. LaRusso and Carmen, and they go to pick up Daniel's son. Uh Mitch was a rat. I hate you, penis breath. Uh, why wouldn't I want to be here? They got snacks, smoothies, and chicks. <laughs> uh, they're driving. They're on their way to the Cobra Kai dojo. And uh, Stingray says, don't worry. I'll get us there in time. And puts on his glasses. Why are you wearing glasses? Stingray see better in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> um Chosen Barnes and Johnny show up at T Terry Silver's, and it's just an all-out war between Silver's uh, Silver and his uh, his senseis and these three guys. Uh, the Chosen Silver showdown was basically built and filmed as if it was like Neo versus Agent Smith. This is amazing. <laughs> um, is Chosen really dead? LOL. Terry, you may want to lie low for a while. Find a safe house. You just committed murder. <laughs> <laughs> Um, man, that felt good, bitch. <laughs> After John, <laughs> oh, so good. Uh, Johnny, uh, I'm full of whiskey and white claws. You can't hurt me. Uh, when the kids are guarding, there's there's a bunch of Cobra Kai kids guarding the dojo when the Larusso's, Carmen, and Stingray show up, and Danny's like, "I'm not gonna fight a bunch of kids. Don't worry, Mister L. I'll take out the trash." <laughs> um. <laughs> at the end you fight when they when the party bus shows up and you see the chosen Cho chosen just got a huge flesh wound um that was so wild the, yeah. like the slice across the back Oof. i was like what are they doing like is he actually murdered and then he sli i mean he sliced his achilles too i think so pretty wild and then um barnes is driving the van he's got a he took one of silver's paid is that is that a rembrandt yeah this yeah, thing's uh worth more this thing's worth more than that whole store yeah, that was funny. Um, and then at a during that fight, I I, I texted our, our buddy Teddy was watching it. I I can't believe this whole time. I this, the whole time that I'm seeing these these senseis, the ringers that he brings in. There was one African American guy, and the whole time I'm like, God damn man! 
am I, am I wrong that I think this this guy looks like Tyron Woodley, the guy that Jake Paul knocked the fuck out? <laughs> and I texted our buddy Teddy. I'm like, I feel so bad that I just I, I keep thinking that. He's like, dude, that is Tyron Woodley. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Did you know that that was Tyron Woodley? No. Yeah, the guy who the the the, the sensei with uh with silver. That was Woodley who gets his his fingers chopped off by that sword. That's funny. That was Tyron Woodley the entire time. I had no idea he was uh, doing a cameo in Cobra Kai. But the whole, like, the whole, like, for half the season, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, this guy literally looks just like Tyron Woodley. <laughs> that was so funny. Um, and then at the end, I'm just like, prison break. That's it for episode 10. Uh, yeah. So, um, you know, the season ended with with a bang um no idea where it goes from here yeah i i think i this is where i think where it goes from here um i think that obviously crease is out but he's gonna have to stay in the shadows because he escaped from jail right because he's a wanted fugitive <laughs> yeah um i think i think he makes contact with johnny right this this is where i i thought about this and I don't know if they're going to go here. Okay. But imagine if – what if – say Carmen has a miscarriage, right? And again, oh. I don't know if they'd go here. And then John – which just propels Johnny into a dark place because he's like, man, I turned my life around. I was ready for this kid. And now, like, this kid's not coming. And he's just all, like, sad and pissed off. And that creates like a situation where Crease can come in and fill the void of his like darkness. Okay. And be like, look, I can't take over Cobra Kai. Like, you need to do like you were always better than him. You were always better than me. You're the chosen one. You go take this over. And so and then he's like out of his like anger and sadness, he takes over Cobra Kai, splits from Danny. And like, basically does like, is the like the new villain that they need to like convert back against? Oh God, Greece. another another flip flop from Johnny Lawrence. Another flip flop, and then and then a, and then flip flop back at the end is kind of what I'm thinking. <laughs> uh, interesting take. I'm, I'm wondering if they would do that. I I don't know that the show would go there with the miscarriage kind of thing. That that seems like a little bit much. Um, but like. With Crease in the shadows and him, like you said, him being a fugitive, it's going to have to be something where there's, like, some, like, mouthpiece or puppet out in front, right? Yeah. So, like, who's the candidates for that? Um, I mean, I think they're officially out of, like, old characters to bring right, back. Right, right. So, um, like... Yeah, good point. I don't know. Johnny would be the... Uh, unless he were to get, like, Hawk... I'm trying to think who has Tori. Uh, I mean, I feel like that. That I feel like that ship has sailed. Yeah, I feel like she's converted over. I feel like it would be Cree. I feel like it would be uh, Johnny, and he'd be like, "Look, you were always the chosen one." Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just kind of like reel him back in, and but in order to do that, like or his- Kenny, I guess Kenny's still an option because. Robbie tried to make peace with him there at the end, and he kind of just said, "I'm not, not now," and went off. So I guess Kenny could be an option. Yeah, I guess I don't really, I don't know, I don't necessarily see that, but could be. Just, 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 just throwing gum at the wall. Yeah, 
Um, but uh, I, I'm, we'll we'll have some time though to consider all that because I mean they they just finished five so. Um, anyway, I'll I'll just say in conclusion of five, way better than I way it, the way it started off. I just lowered my expectations and then it was still just so good. Uh, yeah, um, I just show just it, it's just all like any. any what was your I'm favorite s- part of the season? Um, when Miguel dropped the the um, octopus chain and cried. Yeah, totally, totally. Which pick 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 one of the seven scenes when Miguel cried? I think that was probably my favorite part. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Johnny just trying, probably John, like probably like in that the mid the middle um, episodes where Johnny's getting the trying to get the apartment in order. Uh, him and Dimitri, the uh, the escape room, just uh, all that Johnny Lawrence stuff was probably the best uh, the best part in those first in those middle episodes where it started to turn. Um, and obviously them treating Rocky Balboa as a as a real like person that ended the Cold War, obviously yeah. is way up there for me too. So there's just so much so much good stuff there towards the end. But uh, yeah, the the Johnny Lawrence stuff there in the middle there after he first like. You know, gets excited about that he's gonna be a dad it was probably the best the best stuff that you had they had yeah um I don't know I don't I don't know who Pandora is and how she got into her box yeah the, the whole excursion to Mexico just seems like it ended up being a waste. yeah I get I, we didn't really need that again that just seemed like uh you know, let's just let's just find new ways to make Miguel cry because we it's like it's like it's almost like that kid's got a quota in his contract that he negotiated. Let's mm. like listen. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm trying to make a soap opera career here. Once this is over, I need at least twelve good cries a season. So <laughs> work that in there. Yeah. <laughs> and they ran. I. It's like, dude, you can only you can only cry over this girl so many times in a season. Let's 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 throw your dad into this now. Yeah. Um. All right, um, so again, well worth it. Loved it. Great season. Um, any parting shots? Uh, no. If you haven't watched it, watch it. That's if I'm ever sad. The one thing I know in life that's gonna make me happy, other than my dog, is putting on Cobra Kai. <laughs> cool. All right, Drew. Um, great session. This probably went a little bit long, but that's okay. Um, lot, lot to cover here. We are fast approaching the two-year anniversary special can't, can't wait for that fireside chat um if anybody if anybody's in newark tomorrow give us a uh give us a tomorrow holler. slash today right drinks oh that's right yeah if you're listening yeah tonight drinks drinks are on us all right man domestic As- only domestic <laughs> <laughs> classic all right man drew Good job on the Cobra Kai. Um, and as per usual, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round. Go on and throw it out, talking about anything that makes you get loud.